you're listening to the Seven Transformations podcast. For access to the latest content, including the show notes to this episode, stay connected at the7transformations.com. Create a life you love. Transformation is an ongoing journey, and it is good that we don't have to walk that path alone. My name is Tudor Alexander, and this is my weekly podcast sharing life lessons on and off the competitive floor with a few stories in between. Thank you for joining me on this journey. And now, let's create a life we love. And hey, what's up, what's up, guys? My name is Tudor Alexander, and this is my podcast, The Seven Transformations. I want to welcome you here today. I'm interviewing my awesome friend, Brandon. What's up, Brandon? How you doing, man? Hey, doing good, man. It's so nice to have you here. I I just found out about Brandon's amazing life doing what he's doing and helping other people create a life that they love. So I'm like, you know what, dude, I got to interview you. This is exactly what I'm talking about right now. So thank you for joining me today. Glad to be here. So we can uh, introduce him here about what you do. Why don't you tell him a little bit about your life and what you're up to? Cool. So yeah, my name's uh, Brandon Odom. I'm a full-time entrepreneur, online marketer, dancer, real estate investor, daddy. A little bit of everything there. <laughs> a little bit of everything, yeah. <laughs> uh, kind of my background was really outside of all that. I was, I was a military officer, uh, graduated West Point in 2007, uh, went to Iraq and Afghanistan, and then in 2014 I got out, uh, became a full-time entrepreneur, quote, unquote. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which for me it was really like, you know, just trying a lot of stuff and spending a lot of money and wasting a lot of time, you yeah. know, because I didn't really um, know what I was doing. I was, you know, didn't really know what I wanted to do. I was just like, hey, I wanted to, you know, does, I knew what I wanted for a lifestyle, mm-hmm. but I was like, all right, how am I going to get the time and money to to finance it? Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I tried a lot of stuff, um, you know, ended up going, <laughs> spending six figures, you know, losing all my savings, going into debt, live out of my truck for a little while. <laughs> um, and then, you know, figured a few things out, um, built my first company and, uh, you know, and I've, I've created a, a program with some partners where we, you know, help other people learn a skill set, um, in a you know pretty, uh, pretty simple, easy to follow method for people to, you know, become an online marketer and then eventually grow into, you know, a full-time entrepreneur and build the businesses and the lives, you know, of their dreams. Yeah, that's amazing. Where, you know, as a kid, did you, what was life like as a kid? I mean, obviously right now you're doing a lot of different things. You're creating a lot of things. You're very creative. You're very resourceful. What were you like as a kid? Was this something you saw, you know, when you were a kid? Did you want to be a doctor? Or did you want to be, you know, did you uh, want to be in the army when you were a kid? Like, what was uh, that like? I, I didn't want to be in the army until I was maybe like eighth or ninth grade. Um, before that, I, th- I think I wanted to be a superhero. Nice. That was Which actually, one? <laughs> uh, like Wolverine. Or oh, something. yeah. You know, but like, there I, you go. Like, I knew like, oh, I don't have powers, but I guess more like Batman. Like, oh, I'm going yeah. to create some kind of machine or something and be like, uh, yeah. I don't know. That was, <laughs> that was just you know the the kid thing, um, but I mean, uh, you know, the underlying, you know, uh, thing behind that was I wanted to, you know, help people and I wanted to like do something important and exciting. Yeah, right? absolutely. Awesome. Well, what 
did your relationships feel like? You know, it's always a, an interesting thing to me when I ask people about creating a life that they love, especially being an entrepreneur. There's so many, um, you know, so many risks to it, obviously, especially from the outside. Like you said, when you first got back from, from your military service, you tried a bunch of things, you got into debt, that kind of thing, living out of your car. What did the relationships around you think and how, who was the most supportive, who maybe wasn't, you know, how, how did that shape up for you? Um, so initially my wife was, was pretty supportive, probably more supportive really than she should have been. Yeah. Um, and then as things kept kind of spiraling down, um, a lot less supportive, her family, my family, friends, like everyone thought I was just kind of like throwing things away. Like, you mm-hmm. know, like, why don't you just go get a real job? Like, yeah. Like, well, you got a degree. I had a master's What did degree. you have a master's degree in? Uh, leadership studies. Leadership studies. So I got studies. that when okay. I was in the, the military. Uh, I did bachelor's in history. Um, not because I really wanted to be a teacher of history. I just, you know, I thought it was cool. I thought it taught you how to think. Yeah. Um, and, you know, but as far as, you know, a career goes, like, you know, outside the military, most of my, my peers, if they got out of active duty, they would, you know, go work with corporate America. Right. Um, you know, a few of them would do the entrepreneur thing, but most people, most of the time, um, you know, they're happy doing the corporate nine to five, six figures a year, um, all that kind of thing. But that wasn't the route I wanted to go. Yeah. And, you know, everyone thought I was crazy though, because, you know, I, I kind of, you know, I had the pedigree and the network and stuff to, I could go get a job like that, but yeah. it's not what I wanted. Hmm. So, um, was wasn't really a very supportive environment for the first uh uh probably two ish years or so. Mm-hmm. Um but now, you know, that people have seen the results of it, now it's people have come back around for the most part. <laughs> what was the one thing maybe that kept you going? Obviously, you know, it's a long time to delay a gratification, especially being an entrepreneur and especially when you made the choice to to really say no to the quote unquote, let's say easy opportunity or easy life that might have been had you chosen the, you know, the standard track, so to speak, that most of your peers were choosing. What was that, you know, what was that like and how did you keep yourself motivated through it? Uh, I'm pretty stubborn. Yeah. My, nice. <laughs> my, my mom made me uh, growing up pretty hard headed. Like I was just really, really stubborn, stubborn to where like if I, you know, had an idea of what I wanted to create. Yeah, I was just going to do it. Like yeah. and it and the military probably, you know, uh prepared me for the suck. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, like at the end of the day like when I, you know, I lost a bunch of money and was, you know, living out of my truck kind of thing, you know, my my idea was, well, it's not that bad. I mean, I'm in Phoenix, you know, I I have a you know, the seats are relatively At least comfort- it's not snowing. That's it's not good. snowing. I'm not living in a hole in the ground in the woods. Yeah. You know, it's not ranger school. I get, I'm eating every day. So like, okay, it's not yeah. that bad. <laughs> yeah. You had a frame of reference. Yeah. Well, in your journey, you know, what was your, can you think back to a moment when, okay, so in the first two years, it was really challenging. What was a big break for you? You know, you tried a lot of different things. What was the point where you can look back and say, okay, some this catalyzed my my current situation? The, the first big break was I was still um, actually living out of my truck, but um, I, I started to get my first uh, bit of revenue in through mm-hmm. my business. Uh, and it's just, a, you know, it's about seven 800 bucks, but it, it showed that, okay, this is, I'm doing something. Yeah. And then about 45 days after that, 
um, I had my first $20,000 month online. Wow. So what was this business? What were you doing? Um, at the time I was promoting, I was promoting a couple of affiliate offers. Um, one of them was like a, um, high ticket live event seminar program. Mm -hmm. Um, I was running Facebook ads and stuff. And, um, that was my first, you know, kind of real success. And that kind of solidified for me, like, okay, like, I'm probably not going to starve. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, even then, though, that was that was my first probably, you know, concrete uh, result. And then, you know, I, I kind of didn't really focus too much. Uh, I was really rather broad for the next seven or eight months after that, um, trying a lot of different stuff, trying to find, you know, the product and the, the traffic source and, you know, the thing I was really going to fall into. Mm -hmm. um, took me about you know, seven or eight months. And then I really kind of got focused, um, and, you know, was focused on one thing and, you know, I, I started to specialize primarily in Facebook ads, um, got pretty good at that. And then, you know, been doing that pretty consistently for the last two, about two years. Wow. Yeah. Well, what did you have to, I mean, you've been at this for a while now. What did you have to invest? What did you have to sacrifice as an entrepreneur, as you know, you were growing these things. What were some of the investments, and I guess even sacrifices too? Yeah. So uh, financially, I you know I ended up spending about six figures uh, trying a lot of stuff. I actually uh, gra got wrapped up in this investment opportunity with an advertising company uh, that turned out to be the bad deal. <laughs> Lost wow. about seventy eight grand in that, and then. Um, I spent a lot of money in tools and traffic and training and seminars and coaching and uh, products and info products, just all kinds of stuff, uh, just kind of with a shotgun effect. Like, I'm just going to spin, spin, spin until I figure something out that works. Because hmm. I was like, I'm just, I need to, something to work fast. What I was missing um, really is mentorship. Hmm. Um, I did have a couple of my, who I just considered my first online mentors. Uh, this one guy, uh, his name's Cameron. Uh, he had made his first million by the time he was 24. Wow. Um, at the time I met him, I guess he was 27 or so. And he gave me some good advice, but I didn't really listen to it. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm going to do, I had an idea in my head of what I wanted to do, the business I wanted to create. Um, and I didn't really follow the guidance. So it took me a lot longer and a lot more money than it would have if I just, you know, really followed along and paid attention. What, what, was he, what did he tell you in a nutshell that you didn't follow? Um, so I, I had an idea as far as an advertising campaign mm -hmm. I wanted to, to set up. And looking back on it, I had no clue on how to do it. I had no mm -hmm. clue how to track my conversions. I had no clue really how to create a converting website. Yeah. Um, the, the, the price point on the product wasn't it wasn't feasible to, to really work unless it was at scale. And it just yeah. like... Um, you know, he would he recommended I actually do just a lot of, you know, kind of warm market stuff and a lot of offline things that I, which as an online marketer, I was like, no, that's, I want to do the website thing. But he knew I didn't have the experience to, oh, to be successful with that at that point. So, um, yeah. Well, we all got to learn somehow, you know, sometimes we learn some things from other people. And I think sometimes regardless of how much they may want to try to learn, you know, teach us that particular lessons some of them we just have to hit our head a couple times <laughs> you know? I, I like to learn things the hard way <laughs> <laughs> well it's okay you know you said you're pretty stubborn so you have a, a strong head for it right <laughs> yeah well 
I want to ask you about a a challenging memory that maybe maybe you've had recently. I don't, I'm sure there's always something that you're going through. And how did you get through it? How did you get back to love? How did you get back to motivation? A challenging memory? Yeah, like a you know, like a challenging situation with your path, you know, with, with creating what you're creating right now. Um, you know, whether that was maybe in the beginning or was it, you know, something recently that was relevant to Yeah, there's there's been a number of challenging I'm things. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh more recently, um I took a deal to to work with a company um, using kind of their platform, their their marketing system, and I, I left a lot of money on the table um, to do that, with the idea that in the long term it would be more beneficial, mm-hmm. grow a big, bigger customer base. We needed a solution really right then. What we were doing wasn't really scalable at that point. This is about a year ago, um, and you know I was either going to drop six figures building something my own or I was just going to use what they had. And, um, that ended up kind of, it worked to an extent, but it also kind of set us back because there were just so many bugs and technical problems and, um, things that didn't get delivered on, um, that caused just basically a year of frustration and, you know, headache and a lot more work than it should have been. And that caused, you know, the, the true vision I had for, for my business to kind of, you know, be put on the sidelines. Yeah. Um, cause I just ended up being, you know, basically got a job for myself cause I'm dealing with tech stuff. And, um, also I didn't really, you know, I was an affiliate. I didn't have any real, um, control over the platform. Um, you know, I kind of had a say in how things went, but at the end of the day, if you don't have ownership, you yeah. know, you, you can't make the calls. And so, we recently decided to, to you know, um, create a new company, um, new platform. We licensed a software from some, some guys out of Vegas that are um, really, really good. And, um, you know, decided to just kind of do things from the ground up the way we want. Um, and so far, that's, that's worked out really well. But uh, it was really challenging to make that decision um, because we built, you know, we built a network, built a lot of connections, a lot of friendships. Yeah, a lot of relationships. These, these people... Um, and their platform, but you know, at the end of the day, it was it was the best thing for us and our affiliates and our our clients, and so that's what we uh, we went with. Nice. What? How did you feel at the time when all that stuff was happening in the beginning? And how were you? I mean, you said it took the greater part of a year really to to create that transition to where you know you did that. How did you? Man, I mean, obviously that impacted your well being, your your emotional state, your expectations. How did you manage to stay motivated through that? I mean, a year is a long time for something frustrating to be, I mean, relatively <laughs> well, long so time. It could be longer, but, you looking, know. Looking back at the Army, you know. <laughs> yeah, I did, that's true. I did four years of West Point, and, you know, that, that first year, it's like, you know, you're basically a prisoner, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, your your daily schedule down to the minute is planned for you. Wow. Um, you know, you get to leave for the weekend, you know, once a semester. So, um, I was already in, you know, past that, you know, being in the army, you know, year long deployments, you know, I literally like building my business. I've treated it like, Hey, I'm on a deployment. I have a mission, you know, like I've there for the last probably three years, there really hasn't been a a day where I've just at at least not had something to do and done something business wise, you know, like Mm -hmm. a true vacation. Like there's been days, obviously I, you know, take it a little easier than others, but 
I really haven't unplugged yeah. for about a couple of years. And, yeah. um, I'm just about to the point I will. And, but it's, I've treated it kind of like, you know, I've had a mission, you know, we've had a lot of people we've helped, um, and we had to get things going and working, um, before I got the chance to, yeah, you know, kind of kick back and enjoy the fruits of it. So. I think that's a key factor though. I mean, being able to delay your gratification and, and really go off balance in a sense, you know, well, that, like, that's a difference between, you know, the people that are happy with the nine to five and Hey, I collect my paycheck and I, yeah. I live for the weekend versus, Hey, I, okay, I'm going to spend some time. I'm going to spend some money. I'm going to learn a skill. Um, I'm going to sacrifice, you know, watching TV or, yeah. or doing the things that I would prefer to do in order to build a lifestyle that's going to allow me the time and freedom and the money to really do anything I want to do and create yeah. anything I want to create. Um, whether that's companies or experiences or, um, you know, anything like that. That's awesome, man. Well, here's another question kind of in the same line of the one that I asked you on currently right now with what you're doing, you know, the, the bigger, we have our situations, the more things there are to be responsible for. So what would you say is your biggest recurring obstacle with what you are doing? You know, anything that just keeps, you know, it's just part of the machine work, you know, it's a recurring obstacle and how do you handle it? How do you get back to a creative state? Yeah. So it's, it's really for us is the mundane, uh, administrative and technical things. Yeah. Um, you know, merchant accounts and, bank accounts and transfers and affiliate payouts and tracking. I mean, there's always, there's always just these little bugs that, you know, every time you launch something new, that's new bugs. Yeah. So, you know, then you're, you know, one of the problems is a lot of times when you're doing that, you're, you're being reactive instead of, you know, more strategic, which and more creative. Yeah. And so you always have to, you know, kind of manage that and, and, you know, um, I guess outsource as much of that as you can, um, you know, within reason in order to try to stay creative and stay thinking strategically. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's, you know, that's always a challenge because, you know, I, I'm also used to a lot of that. I'm used to doing the mundane stuff, Yeah. but, um, it's just cause it just has to be done. But now I'm, I, you know, I've gotten to the point We've hired a few people to, to help us out with that. And, um, you know, as we continue to refine our system and our process and stuff, it, you know, it's, it's not going to be a thing that lasts forever. Um, and so we're just trying to, you know, keep, keep thinking strategically and keep working on, you know, the long-term things, um, and just, you know, keep the ship afloat <laughs> Absolutely. as we continue to improve everything. What would you say? I mean, you brought up something really interesting, which is delegation. And to me, I think especially as an entrepreneur, you know, we all, it's, it's our baby, it's our creative energy, it's our manifestation in the world, and there's always a theme of control, you know, yeah. that that's very pre- present there. So what would you say for you is or was, you know, the hardest thing to delegate that's part of your business? All right, so yeah, the hardest thing for me is really more the the creative aspects, mm. um, and really the only thing I can't delegate is um, kind of the one-on-one time with my, my top leaders and coaches and affiliates and salespeople. Um, And that's also the most high impact activity for me. So, um, you know, even content creation and stuff, we can, we can delegate that because of our model. 
Um, and that's what we prefer to do actually is to empower, um, you know, our members, our customers, um, that are trying to build their own businesses to brand themselves, um, to create their own content and marketing. Um, and then we just kind of give them guidelines and, and helpful tips and, and, you know, resources along the way, mm-hmm. uh, to help them succeed with that. But, you know, the only thing I, I can't, uh, really delegate is, you know, that one-on-one time. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's not really something I want to delegate to because yeah, I, I yeah, like that's that. the most meaningful part to you. Yeah. Um, but I, I try to, to, you know, keep hold of that. And also, um, because I am, am creative too, like I like, kind of the artsy thing, the design thing. I try to, to hold on to a lot of that uh, and do more of that myself. Um, and then, you know, pretty much everything else we can outsource, you know, the, the sales. And um, and actually, you know, we, we do all that in-house as well. We have our own um, in-house sales from uh, our members that we've we've grown up and, and trained. So that's, that's worked out really well for us. Um, but... And even for marketing as well, um, but you know, as far as being creative and doing the one-on-one, you know, feedback, yeah, uh, that's that's really what I kind of prefer and, and focus on. Absolutely, I mean, your future for yourself that you see looking ahead. Let's say, you know, as we develop something, we want to move more into the realm where we can be in that creative state and delegate all that mundane stuff. So what is the future like for you? Like what would be, you know, where you are now, obviously, and then in the ideal situation, what does that look like for you in the future? Uh, in the future, I'm going to be combining, um, a lot of at, well, uh, certain aspects of, you know, kind of my two core businesses, which, you know, there's the online marketing side and, and then also, um, I run a dance production business and yeah. you know, some live events for that. Um, and ultimately, I'd like to to combine those two and show people that hey, you know, there's a way to make a bunch of money and you know live a lifestyle that allows you to pursue this passion. And then also on the flip side, hey, life's not all about making a bunch of money. Like there's, mm, yeah, you know, get out there and interact and and you know do something, learn a skill and be active. And I think dance is a great uh, channel for that, Mm. um, that, you know, a lot of people don't discover, you know, or they wouldn't discover kind of on their own. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I actually wouldn't have gotten involved with it at all if it wasn't for, I was in Iraq. I actually learned to dance in Iraq. Hmm. Um, and a friend of mine invited me to come out to a, a salsa night. They had yeah, some and, salsa night in Iraq. So some of the bigger wow. bases, uh, typically Air Force bases. I was yeah. in the Army, but um, I was at an Air Force base the last four months I was there in Iraq. And um, some friends of mine invited me out to a salsa night, and that's where I, you know, I got hooked on it. Wow. Um, you know, it's, it's and it's been a skill, you know, I've continued to, to you know, pursue. And the cool thing about dance versus um you know, a lot of other things that do require high level skill is dance. No matter, even if you're bad, you can still enjoy it. Your first lesson, you can, you can, you know, you're learning how to move. You're learning how to connect with somebody. You're learning how to interpret music, um, and make your body move to it. So there's, there's a lot of challenge mentally Mm. and physically, but it's, it's enjoyable no matter what. Yeah. There's some social or physical Mm -hmm. reward to it. Yep. That'd be really cool. I mean, having a situation where you have the business side of it, you know, for the earning and creating, and then you have a complementary side, which is having some sort of experience and connecting and all the other stuff. So mm-hmm. 
That's really cool. Well, what, you know, currently right now, what strategies do you want to share with people who are listening in regards to what you are doing, creating a life, creating business, any, any useful strategies that have really stood the test of time for your journey that you want to share? Uh, don't be afraid to, to get your hands dirty, to mm. spend some time and spend some money. Um, because ultimately you really learn by doing, um, and so many people like in our space, for instance, you know, people, yeah, I would love to create an income online. I'd love to, you know, be able to make money from my smartphone, that Mm -hmm. kind of thing. But you know, they're scared to try something. They're scared to make a mistake. Yeah. You know, like you might run a Facebook ad campaign and yeah, you spend a hundred bucks and you didn't make a, make a return. Better than losing it to the casino. (laughs) There you go. But you get you got data, right? Yeah. You understood work. Now you understand what doesn't work, and now that's going to help you improve. Yeah. Um, and everything is just feedback. There's no there's no failure until you quit. Hmm. That's a good way to put it. You know, it's, I, this particular topic has been in a lot of my conversations re- recently with my friends because we've been talking about action, and I was talking about the same exact thing that when you take an action, regardless of whether it you know the outcome it gives you at least five other actions that you can take based on the results, like whether they're, let's say, good or bad, you have information that you can use for further action. And like you said, it it's only a failure when you when you stop pursuing action based on what you receive. So it's, it's cool to hear that from somebody else. Well, what's the biggest thing you're grateful for right now in your life? Uh, for my family. Yeah, you uh, want to yeah. give him a shout-out? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, he's, he's three. My, my uh, son, Elijah, he's, he just turned three. Um, and you know, he, he, he wasn't, pl- well, he wasn't quite planned for that time. Like we planned to have him, but it yeah. was, it happened a little earlier than we expected. Um, but you know, I, that's been just a huge blessing for me. And, um, you know, he's, I've been doing the online thing for over three years. So, you know, I've, I've never had to, um, you know, I, I can put him as a priority in my schedule, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and design my my business activities and things around that, hmm. um, which is that was ultimately one of my you know major goals when I got into this whole space. To I just had the time, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, what any final words of wisdom you want to share with those listening? Anybody maybe who wants to pursue a path in business or anything that you've learned about people in the world from your experiences and you've had quite a varied life. Doing business, military, creative stuff. Uh, the the biggest thing for from what I've seen and what I've I, I've experienced is to find somebody that has been there and done it. Mm. And whatever results you want to achieve, you got to find somebody that's like. The thing is, if one person has ever done it, it's possible. Five. It's possible. I think there's for a quote. There's it. a quote about that too. If, if only one person has done it, it's possible, and you can do it. So. But if only one person's done it, you need to find that person. <laughs> yeah. Find out what he's done. You don't have to do it the same way. Right. Um, but it's 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 you know, it's it's hacking. It's mm. life hacking, right? Um, you know, am I allowed to pitch? Something? Oh yeah, yeah. That was gonna <laughs> okay, be the next thing. That was gonna be the next gonna thing. Say, Go like, for it. You know, that's that for our space in particular, I mean, our, our everything, you know, we do is about um, you know, creating a life by design and helping people grow into, you know, and, becoming a full-time entrepreneur, right? Um, it's, it's taking people from survival mode to neutral. So, hey, I'm living paycheck to paycheck, I'm in debt, blah, 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 to, okay, I'm, I've created an income, 
that's not dependent on me physically being there, oh, yeah. showing up and punching the clock. It's the most important the bills part. are paid. I'm getting out of debt. Um, now, what am I really passionate about? You know, I've, I've got a skill set. You know, what kind of business or activity or hobby or uh, cause do I want to get behind and, you know, and promote? And what message is that that I want to bring to the world? Mm. Uh, what kind of brand do I want to create? And so we help, you know, kind of facilitate that and help people um, based on experience, you know, how to do that in the most cost effective way yeah. and, and get the results you're, you're looking for. And so um, if you're interested in that kind of thing, you can check out your dreamlifeblueprint.com. Um, that's uh, one of the channels we use to, to you know, get people involved in, in our program and to show them, um, you know, some basic online marketing skills, you know, what we do versus other programs and, uh, you know, to get them on track to living the life that, you know, they feel they really want to live, not the yeah, life that's absolutely. forced on them or that they just, you know, settle for um, based on society or education or, or whatever. That's amazing. That's awesome, man. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much for being part of this and sharing your awesome life. And check check the place out. Brandon's doing some amazing work. He's a great guy. And it's a really awesome deal. I'm actually going to check it out myself. Seriously, <laughs> I, that sounds really cool. I'm really into sold. it. I'm, yeah, I'm sold, man. I'm reading all these online marketing books. Then I discovered you. I was like, all right, this is a sign from the universe. I got to go. sign up. So thank you so much, guys, for listening. I hope that this episode and all the other ones have been contributory to your life. I enjoy sharing these moments and conversations with you because all these people have such varied and interesting lives and they have so much to offer. So thank you for listening. If you find that this episode is valuable to anybody that you know, share it. Let them know, see what they think, and pass the love on. So thank you so much for supporting it. If you love the show and you want to continue supporting it, I have a Patreon account. We're doing all kinds of things with that. Uh, but any dollar that I get from Patreon, 20% of it is going to be donated to charity. You can check out my community page we've got all kinds of awesome charities that i'm a part of on a regular basis so thanks again for listening and we'll see you next week thanks again brandon thank you you're listening to the seven transformations podcast with your host tutor alexander for weekly articles on creating a life you love stay connected at the seven transformations.com <laughs>